love, enlightenment, pleasure. The Priory Society Podcast. So he introduced me to Hot Wife, which is where the wife gets to do what she wants and the husband watches, listens. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is a hall pass to just basically cheat and not get in trouble. So, <laughs> duh. <laughs> so we went to swingers clubs. Mm-hmm. He would let me pick out a guy that I found attractive. I would let him fuck me and he would sit there and watch. Everybody was happy. <laughs> Welcome back to the Priory Society podcast. We are really excited about today episode because we have a sexy young lady on the line with us, Miss M. She is a single female. She's going to talk to us about the BDSM lifestyle, what it could mean for you as you explore your sexual fantasies. He liked to watch it and then he liked to take over after, which is where his power exchange would come in. Was he into cream pies? Did he want to feel someone else's semen inside you? Oh, 1000%. That was his thing. Yes. Damn it. Oh. In that scenario where the man is the cuck, it was kind of his thing to clean me up after. Now, do you mean he'll lick up the other guy's cum? Yeah. Okay. And it gives them some feeling of power and control. And it seriously was some of the best sex I've ever had in my life because he would be so into it. Welcome to the Priory Society. This sexy lifestyle podcast is for sexually open-minded people. Our listeners want to explore their sexual fantasies and desires by participating in the swinging lifestyle. This show is designed to chronicle our journey and experiences. We are not therapists and we do not give medical or professional advice. We broadcast for entertainment purposes only. This podcast contains explicit language and is intended for mature audiences. Welcome back home to the Priory Society podcast. I am Isis and I am in the studio with my sexy husband, Eros. That's right. I'm drinking whiskey again. Oh, me too. <laughs> Let me pour myself a little. Yeah, I didn't. This I'll one. do old grand. Yeah. yeah, it's actually really good. Is that what you're drinking? Yes. Fuck, no wonder my bottle's <laughs> low. No wonder my bottle's empty. I was wondering where it went. Why am I running low? You mark the. You put a pen mark on the bottle from the last time yeah, we drank Yeah, so you don't it. fucking drink it, man. This is my stash right here, man. Why don't you drink your Prosecco? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. Good to have you back, sexies. We have a very cool episode for you guys today. We have Miss M on the line Mm -hmm. with us. M as in mama. She looks good. (laughs) Hey, mama. I was was looking at her Instagram feed. Right. She's pretty, man. I know. And she has a banging body. Yes. So today, today's about BDSM Mm -hmm. from a perspective of a single female. Exactly. That loves the submissive play style. That's right. Okay. And look, we don't pretend we know about BDSM. Guys. No. Yeah, that's not us, right? Right. What is that guy who lynches people, who kills people, like hangs them and shit? Like, oh. Wears a leather ha- cap and all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're talking I don't have, about. Guys, I don't own that stuff. I don't have any leather pieces. You don't have any leather of that. L- listen, I have it all backwards. I don't understand the world. Yeah. And our listeners are in for a treat because if they have questions. Absolutely. We are going to address them today. And she also has horror stories. Yep. We talk about some dudes think that they're dominant guys. They're called doms. Yeah. I'm a dom. It's like, yeah. Like control. Self-absorbed dude. That yep. There's a lot there. Let's bring Miss M on the line so that she can help dispel these myths. Absolutely. And educate and help us. help us understand the world. Yes. So Miss M, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Hey, you sound great. It's our pleasure. You sound sexy, man. <laughs> hey, is that you on your Instagram pictures or are you using someone else's pictures? 
That's all me. You don't have a body double. Do you? <laughs> nope, it's just me. Miss M, you look good, man. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You Thank have a you. nice, nice booty and everything. <laughs> okay. You're, you're like my style of female form. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank right. you very much. So, sweetie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Let's start with that because I know our perverted listeners are going to want to be able to picture you and kind of just have an idea of who they're listening to while we're chatting. And have her describe her physical form, too. Yeah. Like, you know, like <laughs> hairstyle, hair color, eye color. Absolutely. You know, but we do want to hear how you got started and all that. So give us a yeah. quick introduction to you, maybe like the one minute version. Okay. So I'm super regular. I'm a mom during the day with my son. I have a regular full-time job. I drive a regular SUV. Um, I try to take incredibly good care of myself because I obviously the way we look in this lifestyle is pretty important. Mm-hmm. So I have, I guess what most guys would call the hourglass figure. I used to have really large boobs, but I just had a reduction a few months ago. So now I have 20 year old perky little boobs and saw some. <laughs> um, and I have a smaller waist and a bigger booty and kind of thick thighs, I guess they would say. And I'm I'm not short. I'm five seven, and I've got a nice little pixie haircut that I love now. So mm-hmm. that's kind of me in a nutshell. Shit, I love it Sounds too. Amazing. You just described my ideal date for Friday night. <laughs> you sound amazing. In fact, what are you doing this exactly. Friday? Exactly. <laughs> send, send me your address. Never mind. I'm gonna find you on Fet Life. Damn. <laughs> Isn't that the one of the main sites for people that want to look for BDSM partners, friends to do scenes with, things like that? It is. Now, are you able to share your username with us? I will. It's so it's if you're looking for me on there, it's the at symbol his fave slut. Okay, his fave slut. It's pretty yeah. raunchy. And you have pictures on there? Oh, there's lots of pictures, yeah. Some pictures and stories about my encounters and things yes i love it so some hot stuff so people can get to know you if they're on that site that's beautiful so let's start with this how did you get into bdsm i mean how did that part of your life start it happened pretty fast last year i was dating a new guy and he had been in the lifestyle for 10 12 years i really didn't know anything about it so now then so let me let me ask you something real quick. When you say lifestyle, you mean just strictly BDSM? Um, no. Okay. Swingers, okay. Um, swapping wives, kind of all encompassing play styles. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Um, so he kind of introduced me to it very slowly. He has had multiple partners that he had hot wife scenario with, which is where the wife basically gets to do what she wants and the husband watches, listens. Etc. Mm-hmm. And he asked if I would be interested in it. And I was like, well, this is like a hall pass to just basically cheat and not get in trouble. So, <laughs> duh. <laughs> I had been in two long term relationships for the last 15 and a half years and only been with those two guys during that time. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like 
candy store. Yes. You know, and right. basically got to pick what I wanted anytime. Now, before you met this guy on, that you started dating, had you ever fantasized about threesomes and orgies or the swinging lifestyle at all? Yeah, it was high on my list of things to do, but none of the partners I had were interested in sharing or even considering doing anything like that because of jealousy. Okay. So you had already fantasized about it. Yeah. Yeah. For many years or was that just something new? Yeah. No, I used to be pretty slutty in my 20s. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> during college, it was um, pretty interesting and pretty fun. So I was kind of out there like that, but not in the swapping partners scenario. Yeah. So it's yeah, kind of always been on the back burner. Um, I modeled for a long time. I topless modeled for a long time. So I was out there in the sense of people always said they wanted to fuck me. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of always there where strangers wanted to reach out to me and be with me. So this just kind of made it a bigger reality than what I was already used to. Yeah, I like that you admitted that it had been a fantasy of yours because we tell people all the time mm-hmm. that, you know, they reach out and they ask, how do I get started? How do I get my wife to acknowledge this fantasy of mine? Yeah. Or vice versa, the, the woman reaches out. How do I talk to my husband about it? Yeah. And we usually respond with the following. We believe that everyone has the swinger gene potential. You know, yeah. everyone fantasizes. Oh. You need three things. You need to give yourself permission. You mm-hmm. need to get permission and give permission to your significant other. Then you need to increase your fantasies and your communication. And for you, you already were fantasizing about it. Oh, yeah. Which I think is hot because that proves that many women out there mm-hmm. are secretly thinking about it. And if the men just had the communication strategies, they could help their woman vocalize her fantasies and actually go live with the lifestyle. So you're saying you went live in the lifestyle about a year ago. Um, It was actually kind of in the fall of last year. It's been pretty recent. Okay, so not even a year. When she says fall, she's probably been in it for like six (laughs) months. a few months only. (laughs) Yeah. And you fucked some guys in that time? Yeah, quite a few. <laughs> uh, a, a few as in, eh, you know, like two or three or like 10 or more? Uh, no, like closer to 10. Love so it. So you reawakened your college slut. Totally. She's it's back. Been so awesome. <laughs> I like it. I'm glad you did. I'm seeing you in a different light now. Oh, yeah. All your pictures. I'm going to turn my phone upside down. <laughs> Make sure you're doing a handstand. <laughs> Point of view. <laughs> okay, so so back to your story. You were dating this guy, and um, he had been experiencing the lifestyle, done a bunch of hot wife scenarios. And then, how did you guys progress from there? So it's it's funny you brought up the fantasy part because that's really what led us to it. We felt very connected to each other instantly. So I had no problem opening up to him and telling him these stories and these things that I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And he had some that he wanted to do. And that was some of the things that we planned out then and started putting together for ourselves. And it really, I like what you said earlier, if people could communicate more about just what they want, you don't necessarily even have to go through with it if it makes you nervous, but just talking about it Mm -hmm. opens up that part of your partnership that you're blocking out, you know? And so that just kind of led us to the whole thing. And then we just went full blast. That's awesome. So did you going full blast, meaning did you attend lifestyle events together and swap with other couples? What did that mean for you? So we did. Um, He did not really like to swap. He was more of a voyeur and Mm -hmm. wanted to watch 
Um, so he would let, so we went to swingers clubs Mm -hmm. and he would basically let me just pick out a guy that I found attractive and we would ask. And if they said, okay, then we would go get a private room and I would let him fuck me and he would sit there and watch. Right now. Everybody was happy. (laughs) Was there any issue with this guy being able to get an erection? Um, do you have an insight as to why he was more into the hot wife sitting back and watching? For him, he liked to watch it and then he liked to take over after, which is where his power exchange would come in. So that was something that was really hard for me to kind of understand and learn at the beginning is the power exchange and how it can go from me being submissive to then him coming in. And it's in that scenario where the man is the cuck, as you know they call it, mm-hmm. they like to then take back over and kind of take their woman back. And it gives them some feeling of power and control. And it seriously was some of the best sex I've ever had in my life because he would be so into it afterwards. It it just, it was mind blowing. That sounds amazing. So he was into the cuck scene, but was he the type that wanted to be slightly humiliated or caged or kind of locked out of the scene? Or did he want to be kind of close by and be able to jump in at any time? Yeah, he liked to be right there. He liked to literally look me in the face while the other guy was fucking me and making me orgasm and making me come because he still felt that connection through me. That's mm-hmm. correct. Yeah, that's amazing. That's so beautiful, wow. man. I, I can just imagine that. And then he would take you afterward and he would just reclaim you and, and make you his again. Yes. After sharing you. It's amazing. Yes. And you enjoyed it. Was it was wild. Yeah. Wow. So now while the other guy's fucking you, was your date stroking his cock? Was he hard? Mm-hmm. He was playing with himself? Yeah, he was. Okay. Oh, that's, that's, uh, he was moaning cool just scene. as much as we were moaning. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> so interesting. Yeah, because it's a different world that <laughs> we have not explored yet. That's and right. We've talked about it, mm-hmm. but we've not done it yet. Yeah. And I am sure some of the listeners that are right now, you know, thumbing their dick or fingering <laughs> their pussy might be thinking, that sounds pretty damn hot. Yeah. Now, did your ex, was he into like watching cream pies? Did he want to like feel someone else's semen inside you? Or was it never that? Oh, 1,000%. That was his thing. Yes. Damn it. Oh. See, I heard that. Yeah. I heard about that. He was very into that. So when we were long distance, so we weren't in the same city. Um, Mm -hmm. So when we were apart, this is so crazy. (laughs) I would have my security camera for my house in my bedroom. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yep. So he could watch me if I had somebody come over. And he would literally watch the whole thing live and then... After the guy left, sometimes they knew it was on and sometimes they didn't. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but after they left, he would love for me to send pictures or videos of my pussy with cum all over it. Oh, damn it. That, wow. Yeah, that was his thing. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> that sounds like fun for everybody. <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. And I think good call on the security camera because, yeah. hey, if a single guy's coming over and, and he's a, a bull, quote unquote, certified bull who knows yeah. what he's doing, knows what he's getting into, knows that you have a significant other, then I don't think that this person, this bull, would have anything against you having a camera. I mean, if no. you know, because right. that's part of the entire scene is like, hey, my husband is on the other side of that camera yeah. at work or, he's watching. or somewhere else. 
yourself. So yeah. just play to mm-hmm. the camera, you know, and it's also a good security feature. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There were some pretty funny moments because he could speak to me on the camera. (laughs) So a few times he would say, Hey, so-and-so, whatever the guy's name was, can you please turn her around? Cause I can't see her all the way. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of directing a little bit. from Yeah. So that's great. It's safe to say that you've had a lot of cum inside you. (laughs) Lightly. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Got a lot of protein in it. I heard. Right. Yeah. (laughs) It's nutritious. Makes your skin clear. So let me ask you, a yeah. question now are you someone who considers herself to be a size queen i mean do you love the larger wieners no um i guess i'm not really typical with that um uh, frankly it's not always comfortable for me yeah um okay. mm-hmm. i mean every now and then sure fine so my last experience with him was actually with a guy that his dick was so big i would probably never have chose to fuck him again because it was almost uncomfortable more than it was pleasurable. Mm, yeah. um, so no, I'm not really big on right. huge dicks. They don't need to be like BBC. Um, you can't, do, can't put it all in your mouth either. So right? Now, do you care? Do you like black guys? Does it matter? Do you like, yeah. you know, do you have a favorite or you're just good all around? Um, so I do normally draw towards black guys. My son's father is black. So my son is mixed. Mm-hmm. Um, my ex was mixed. And he was a weird kind of mix because depending on the light, he looked black or maybe he looked white. Yeah. Um, we, we've so we've I, seen that. Oh, yeah. like, like Stephen Curry and the, uh, the yeah, basketball exactly. player. You're like, dude, make up your mind, man. What's <laughs> yeah, going on exactly. here, man? That's cool. So, yeah. Yeah. It's usually more, I like tall guys, so kind of six feet or taller. Um, okay. Black, dark. And are the guys you're meeting to fuck, are they married on a hall pass or are they mostly single dudes? So most of them have been single. I do have a very close best friend that is married long term. And Mm -hmm. we have been having sex on and off for two years. I made him wait 15 years to have sex with me. Um, Does the wife know? You guys are hooking up? She has no idea. I'm actually friends with the wife. Oh, dang. And and you're you're fucking her husband. (laughs) It's a little weird sometimes, yeah. But it's hot Um, too, I'm sure. So we actually, we met through a previous job that I had, um, just mutual friends. And at the time he was engaged to her and I was in a long-term relationship. So we just blew it off and I got out of that relationship and then jumped right back into this next one. And I, I wasn't big on cheating when I was dating in a monogamous relationship. So I just Mm -hmm. never did it. Yeah. But the second that we split up, he was on my doorstep. So <laughs> Dang, he's been trying to get at you for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And nobody knows except me and him. We've kept it really quiet. We are very, uh-huh. very private about the whole thing. Cause we actually work together. Still, we have a little clothing business that we do together. So okay. we still have to do a lot of business stuff and try to keep that separate. So you, you keep work business stuff, purely professional. Yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. Now you do the business with the guy or with the wife? Uh, with the, well, sometimes it's both, but it's mostly directly with him. But she does a lot of our marketing and promotions and things. Nice. So some of it has to go through her. Now, do you think she'd be on board if she found out? No. She, though, so they're not like lifestyle people. No. And I've actually asked him to consider that since I got into it. I'm like, why don't you just ask her to, you know, like, let's go to a swingers club and like just yeah. see what happens. And he says she's absolutely against it. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm like, it would be so much fun. 
So well, you, yeah, you've done the swinger thing and you've also done the BDSM thing. Now, at what point did you say, hey, man, I like the BDSM stuff a little bit better? Or do you still straddle the fine line between, ah, you know, I'll be a unicorn, I'll be a single chick. What are you drawn more toward? So I really loved being in the relationship with him. I am very controlling in my normal everyday life. I have a really serious job and Mm -hmm. then I have my child. So I'm, I have a, an online store with the other guy. I have an online store with a girl that I met through this lifestyle. So So the, when you say you like being in this relationship, is this the married guy that you see or the guy you're dating? Yeah. The, my, my daddy, that's what I called him. Um, Mm. Okay. I really loved the connection that we had together. We were very deep in love because it gave me the chance to come down from my normal life and let him have all the control. How long did it take you to go from a standard relationship to you calling him daddy and you being okay with, and when you say daddy, is he also considered the dominant? Is that why you call him daddy or is it a different reason why you assign no. daddy? Yeah, it was the control, the dominance. Yeah. Okay. It happened really fast, um, less than a month, maybe. Oh, so oh, after you started seeing each other. Yeah, yeah, it was really quick. Was it your fascination to call him daddy, or did he say, you need to call me daddy? No, it kind of came out jokingly. Yeah. Um, I was texting him nonstop while we were apart, and I told him one day that all of my coworkers had come by and asked why I was blushing, and I could not stop blushing at work from these ridiculously nasty texts that we were sending each other all day long. Mm-hmm. And uh, I said, everybody is asking me what I'm doing on my phone. And he said, just tell them that you're talking to daddy. And it just kind of stuck. Very, very cool. And so now you're no longer with that daddy, correct? I'm not. Okay. Now, are you looking for another one? I don't know. I'm, I'm really torn. A couple of guys have approached me that actually we hung out with during our relationship and they've asked, you know, if I want to get serious with somebody else. And I'm actually seeing somebody now that we, he chased me out of the gym, it, just out of the blue one day, this hot black guy chased me to my car to ask me for my number. This has never happened to me in my life. <laughs> and we started talking and we both agreed since we had both just kind of gotten out of a relationship, like, let's just go slow. And if something happens, it happens. And we've literally just been having hot sex for like the last month. So this is a new guy that you're considering for ongoing sex. You're already fucking yes. this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Now, do you fuck him like at the gym or like in the car or <laughs> where, where do you guys do it? No, it's it's been in his place mostly. Yeah. Wow. Which has <laughs> been super convenient because he's 10 minutes away and there's no distance in between us. So. And you met him on one of the sites or at the gym? At the gym. Yeah. You're not even. <laughs> I know. And I wasn't even at the gym working out that day. I was actually, I do photography also on the side. I was at the gym taking pictures of another hot guy who needed pictures to submit for a model campaign. Mm-hmm. And he came and followed me out of the gym. Wait, mm-hmm. and how long did it take you from when you met him the first time <laughs> to when you had his dick inside you? This is so shameful. <laughs> um, it was about 48 hours. Oh. Within within 48 hours, he was penetrating you. Yeah. At his place. Yeah. Did he at least buy you some pizza, hot and ready, or <laughs> you guys nope. just, just quick and done? 
Huh? Yep. He like he showed off that day too. Well, he actually didn't believe me. I said, okay, I'm going to come over and I'm not going to wear panties because that's what it is. This is what uh, it's going to be. We're not going to do all this extra stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So I showed up, no panties. He didn't think I would do it. And I did. He picked me up and carried me to his bedroom. Wow. And during sex, he picked me up and fucked me standing up. Wow. Mm. No, very little small talk, if any. No. And I'm not, you've seen my pictures. I'm not a little girl. I'm, I'm more of a plus size female. Uh-huh. You're, so for, you're good. He did that the first time. And I was like, oh my God, I'm hooked. This you, is it. You seduced him. He was passionate. <laughs> he was into it. He was very into it. And, and he's been very into it ever since. That's okay. Great. How long have you known him? And how many times have you fucked approximately? Um, we met Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. And every Monday has now been called BBC Monday. Oh, shit. Is he a BBC? Almost. Just this, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not huge. The size I like. Um, it's perfect for you. Yeah. It went from one night to three nights. And last week I was there like four nights. Oh, so oh. total you have about a quart of semen. Yeah. <laughs> you are a naughty woman. And he washes it. his sheets every time I leave. Oh, are you, are you a squirter? I am. Ooh. Got it. All right. So I do have a question about the squirting. Yeah. Is yours more of a whoosh and this substance comes out or is it like having a piss on you? Which one is it more of? It's more like the piss. Right. But it feels good. Because it's usually when he's still inside me. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. It feels amazing. And he's also pretty big too, huh? Yeah. So he's putting pressure on the walls. Yeah, he gets wow. he gets deep. He's getting deep. He gets to the bottom of your pussy. He's getting all yes. over the place. He's moisturizing her all up in it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. All right. Okay. So you this is one guy. You're saying you would be open to meeting another daddy type guy, but let me ask you a question about the submissive thing. All right. Because mm-hmm. so I joke around with our friends who are into BDSM and they laugh it off and they know I'm joking, but I always say things like, "Hey, are you sure you're submissive or?" Are you just lazy? Of course, they, and, and of course, you know, they laugh it off and they know like, we're having no, fun. Yeah. So the whole fascination with being submissive and being in that role play or, or power exchange, right? And that, and that type of agreement with your dom. Now, did you realize right away that you love that style or did your ex daddy, is he the one that kind of helped coach you into that style or, or where's that fascination come from? Or has it been with you for a long time? I think I was fed up with my previous relationship because he was not very controlling and very dominant. And for the last seven years, I basically initiated sex every time we had sex. And it wasn't awesome, great, exciting sex. It was good. You know, it was it was fine, but it wasn't amazing. Okay. So when this new situation happened and it just kind of blew me away, it really took me days to process after the first time we were together because it was so intense. So when you say it was just really intense, what does that mean for you? Was he very vocal with you? Did he physically manipulate you and just put you in whatever position he wanted and you could just let go? How much of that was mental versus physical for you? What part did you enjoy? I think I like the mental part of it more because he he did talk to me a lot. He was very slick with the talking to you in your ear really soft and really quiet while he was fucking the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then he would move me how he would want me, or he would ask me to do a certain move or suck my dick now, or mm. not in, even in a demanding way. And yeah. I think that's a big misconception. I think a lot of people outside are curious 
think that there's forcefulness. Mm-hmm. It wasn't forceful. It's it's consensual. Um, but it's for me, it was a turn on to just completely let go and relax and just kind of let it happen. Right. Because I mean, we were chatting a little bit before we started recording and you don't have a submissive personality in, in your everyday life. No, she has a power job. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she's yeah. in charge. Yeah. So, so that's interesting how, yeah. you know, people can reconcile just being submissive in that scenario while they're having sex and then go back to their normal personality in their vanilla life. Yes. It's total opposites. So her as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. Yes. Power executive jobs for a while. Powerful woman. Yep. She loves that. And, you know, I've had women tell me secretly, you know, mm-hmm. choke me, take me, ravish me, pull my hair. And yes. they tell me this and, and their husband's right there. And, right. I, and I say to myself, wait a minute. <laughs> I have not talked to your husband about this. And right. it doesn't sound like you have either. Right. So I'm not. I'm not going to get stabbed in here today. Right? I'm not going to do this, this shit. Now, if we were alone and, you know, we had discussed it, maybe. So let me ask you this, Miss M. In your encounters with your ex, with daddy, did you have situations where you were choked, your hair was pulled, you know, a little bit more physical than normal? And if you did, did you enjoy that part? Every time. Yeah. Every time was like that. Oh, so you enjoyed yeah. it. Oh, did you ever yeah. get into like restraints or blindfolds or, ga- you know, gags in the mouth, anything like that? We did. Um, There's actually a picture on my FetLife of me tied to the bed during one weekend. Um, That was actually the first time he made me squirt was when I was tied to the bed. Oh, and you couldn't do anything. So you you had no idea where he was coming from, when the touch was going to come, what he was going to do to you. Was that part, was the anticipation part of what got you so turned on? Yeah, it was insane. Did he ever organize a gangbang for you or is that a fantasy that you have? <laughs> so that, yes, was actually in the works. Um, so I had a breast reduction I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, he set it up on FetLife looking for BBC. That's what he wanted to see. And he was hoping to get about six to eight guys, but he planned it kind of poorly because it was during my recovery of the surgery mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure my doctor would have not been okay with that going on. Right. right. So we kind of had to postpone it and then we kind of parted ways and it didn't happen. So that is still on my bucket list. So let me ask you, when you ended up parting ways, did it have anything to do with the lifestyle or anything sexual or was it just, Hey, meeting of the minds, Hey, we're going to go our separate ways. So it's really frustrating why we split up and maybe you guys have more advice on how this happened. Um, So we were in the open relationship. He had full ability to fuck somebody if he met somebody. But of course, with telling me you're doing it and I didn't want details, but I at least wanted to know it happened. I didn't want to be in the dark. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Well, it turned out he was actually seeing someone else the whole time. Well, maybe not the whole time, but for about the last month we were together And I asked him about it and approached him about it when I found out, and he lied to my face. Mm -hmm. And I'm not okay with that. Um, And I, like, again, tried to talk to him about it and, you know, do you want to keep this going? And it it just kind of went sour. Um, So it was, yeah, it was a problem with the lifestyle because I wasn't there and couldn't be there more than once a week or a week and a half when we got to see each other. Yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of difficult. That's interesting because 
Yeah. I think he knew that he didn't have to hide any of that. Exactly. You would have thought it was hot if he gave you details, right? Well, that's the point. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, he could have done that. You know, it could have been an every other week thing. And because I was fucking people here. Right. So, and he knew about it. He was watching it. So I had said that from the beginning, you know, that I don't want it to be a situation where you feel like you can't do something. So it was out there and it was open. It just somehow, I don't, I really don't know like how it got messy at the end. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, look, we can go back and forth and diagnose why something happened right. or maybe here and perhaps and what if, but let's just do this. I'm more interested in what you got going on now yeah, and I know. what you got coming up in, in the future. <laughs> What's but let, in the works? Yeah, but I, I do have a question about the dynamic that you had with him because it sounds like your part of it was extremely fun. You mm-hmm. could fuck whatever dude you wanted. Right. The guy could live stream it, right? Your ex. And you just had free reign to do whatever you wanted to do. But what led you to trust him initially? What got you to trust your dom? Did you actually have some kind of written agreement like we've heard happen sometimes? Or was it just a nice conversation about, hey, this is our dynamic. This is what we're going to do. How did that go down? We didn't have a written agreement, but we did have a very serious multiple conversations about Um, Because I had a lot of questions. I was very confused how this was going to work and why you're not going to be jealous. And what if you actually get jealous? And what if the guy wants to start dating me? And so we put together a list of things that were okay to happen for me and the other guy. Mm -hmm. And I would share that with the other guy in advance. You know, before you come to my house, I need to make sure you understand this. Right. And you're okay with this. And you understand that when you walk in this door, you're here to fuck me. And when you walk out, you're gone. So what, what's it. on the, what was on that list? Like what was okay? What was not okay? So I still actually have it. Let me see if I can <laughs> pull it up. I kept it yeah. for, you know, possible future. Well, swingers as well. I mean, Let's you know, see. we have boundaries and things we'll say, hey, before a play session, hey, guys, this is okay. This is not okay. That kind of thing. Yeah. So that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have rules in this. It's mm-hmm. not just a free for all. Um, yeah. You've really got to make sure you understand what the opposite wants. Um, gosh, where's my list? So a lot of it was um, I'm trying to remember while I'm looking for it. Yeah. I didn't want to do any anal with a different new person. Got it. No anal Um, with a new person. Mm -hmm. So here it is. This is my rules for play partners. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't agree to all of this, it doesn't happen. Yeah. So number one was make me come. This is all about my pleasure. Mm -hmm. Nice. Respect my request. I won't do anything crazy, but if I don't like something, I will tell you to stop and I expect you to stop ASAP. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm good with everything except anal, spitting, bruising, and face slapping. You can pull my hair. You can lightly choke me. You can fuck me like it's all yours. But when we're done, it's back to normal and I go back to him. If he's not there in person, I will call him as soon as we finish. But you also have to be okay with it being recorded. Your face doesn't have to be in it if you don't want to, but I won't post or share. And we were big on condoms or you have to show me a recent test if you don't want to wear a condom okay well that seems pretty simple pretty cut and dry yeah that's amazing (laughs) and most guys that was our list yeah so great did most guys give you show you tests (laughs) 
Um, two of them did go get tested before, um, and the others wore condoms. Nice. Okay. That's a great list of rules. Absolutely. Makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's it's just, it's perfect. And that worked out for quite some time. Now, when the guys were done, would they get out? Would you like say, Hey, you need to get the fuck out after we're done fucking? You start getting dressed or did they kind of know, start getting ready and just leave? Yeah, they pretty much bounced. (laughs) One of them I was actually friends with in regular life and he would sometimes just hang around and we would talk, but he left pretty quickly because he had a kid too. So, you know, everybody has their own situations and timing and schedules is sometimes hard. You guys know that. Sure. Um, So it it was pretty, you know, like, hey, show up at eight and we're going to be done by 10. Everybody gets theirs. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. All right. So, with the current guy that you're dating, do you think is, he's... Is this the gym guy you're talking about? Or? Yeah, the gym okay. guy. Yeah. So do you have any idea if he would be into this lifestyle? Do you see like a Dom personality or Dom traits? Do you care if your relationship with him even goes that way? So I wish you could see my smile right now because <laughs> <laughs> he is into it. Oh. Um, he, out of the blue, said, I would like to watch somebody fuck you. Damn. And I, so I just spilled it all and told him the whole thing because that was kind of the open door at that point. Right. So, yeah, he is kind of into it. He's never I asked him if he'd ever watched that before with any of his other previous, you know, girlfriends or whatever. And yeah. he said he approached it with them, but they never followed through. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you better get ready because I follow through. So, well, you're pretty good yeah. at picking these guys. <laughs> yeah. So it's in the works. <laughs> nice. Now, is he on any websites at this point or he's brand new? He's not on any that I know of. Um, and we've been pretty open and honest about everything. I've thought about asking him to get on Fet Life, but I don't know if he wants to take it that far. Because that's kind of a big decision to put yourself out there that way. No, definitely. And we'd hope that you'd consider coming back and letting us know, giving us an update. Oh, yeah. About whatever's happening. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So my lady does have a question for you. So I know you've only really been involved in this lifestyle for less than a year, a few months, really. But I mean, I'm sure you're learning a lot about yourself and maybe having some surprise moments and things that took you by surprise. So tell us one thing that's happened to you since you've been in the lifestyle that's kind of taken you by surprise. Hmm. Yeah. So FetLife, um, for anybody that's on it, is, you know, a a huge community, a really good way to meet people. So maybe a month after I had been on there and on FetLife, I was claimed as his slut, which is where I picked my name from. And I had come across a picture that a girl had posted. And one of the comments on the picture said, hashtag slut life is the only life. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, that's pretty catchy. Kind of yeah. like that. Right. So I'm, I messaged the girl and I was like, that's hilarious. I love that. You should totally put that on a shirt. So she instantly messaged me back and was like, I've wanted to do that for years. Do you know how I could? Well, it turns out in my regular vanilla life, I actually have some t-shirt shops that I run. Mm -hmm. So we started chatting back and forth and our brains just started going crazy with ideas. We literally built, well, so I build websites also and build online shops and things like that. So within two days between me and her, we became best friends, (laughs) slut gals for life. Yeah. And we built an online fetish store that 
we sell t-shirts now. And it's amazing. And she's my confidant, my best friend now. She's been in this much longer than me. Okay. So I can go to her about anything. Now, so what's the website? So the website is Fetish Threads, like threads on your clothing, T-H-R-E-A-D-S dot com. FetishThreads.com. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> that was, she picked that name. So she gets all the credit for that. Mm-hmm. What are some of the best sellers? Like, what, what's the top favorite <laughs> saying on shirts? One of them is a picture of my ass and it says, likes to spank. <laughs> um, there's another one that ladies love that says, beards turn me the fuck on. Uh-huh. We've got a kind of a basic one that says, kinky AF, kinky as fuck. Mm hmm. Then we've got some that are a little more on the raunchy side that say cock slut or pain slut, cum slut. Mm. It goes from PG-13 all the way to as nasty as you want it to be. And are your fetish threads geared primarily towards women? It's primarily towards women, but we do have a men's section on there. Okay. So we did not leave the guys out. Nice. Hey, well, if you can give us a coupon code for our listeners, <laughs> let us know. No pressure. I'm just saying, if you, end totally. up, if you end up getting inspired and you do create something, let me know and I'll put it in the show notes or, you know, put oh, it sure. in, yeah, in, in we the definitely can. episode yeah. description or something in case, you know, they want okay. to go and, and browse and all that. So that's yeah, interesting. Sure. <laughs> that's great. So we know about her past. We know about her current yeah. fuck buddy from the gym. Right. Right. Yeah. Now, uh, Miss M, are you on any swinger websites? I'm not. So right now, FetLife is like your home base for all stuff lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Got it. So you are open to another Dom situation, right? I am. Are you actively looking or are you just happy, you know, just fucking here and there wherever you want? Um, no, I'm, I'm looking, I'm dating. I've been on two dates in the last two weeks with Dom's. Um, one of them, I was really hopeful. We clicked, we actually met on Tinder also, and we clicked right away and had good conversation. But when we sat down and actually met face to face, it just wasn't there. Something was off, but we've actually agreed to be the first fuck that hot gym guy is going to watch because oh. he's very experienced in the oh. hot wife lifestyle also. So, so even, I feel really okay. comfortable. Even if you don't like him for a relationship, you'll fuck him. No problem. Yeah. He's got a nice body and everything. So we can make that work. He'll do. Hey, how? Yeah. Tell our listeners how they can identify a real Dom from some dude who just says he's a Dom. I think a lot of it will come out in the conversation that you have with the person. I feel like the main thing is trust and respect. And you're going to know that right away from someone that you're dating or someone that you're having sex with. If you can feel that trust that you have in them, that you can open up. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of these so-called doms will approach you and they literally just want to tie you up and fuck you really hard. But that's not what it's about. It's it's about the whole relationship, the partnership that you have. Now, are there times where... I don't know if you call it a play session or if you're just acting out a fantasy scene. Um, Are there times where sex isn't even involved? Well, through texting, yeah. Or through phone sex. Do you get into the impact play or needles or anything like that with these guys? No, paddles are okay. I have a slut paddle, Um, but no, no needles or anything. So slapping is good. Slapping of the ass, not your face. Yeah. Slapping of the ass, smacking the ass. Yeah. Do you like them to leave a mark on your booty? Yeah. 
Damn. Yeah, I know. Okay, what's your, what's your, what's your favorite? There's some pictures of that on my fit life too. Okay. <laughs> what's your favorite lube? Don't just say spit. Spit no. on your, put a loogie in my or vagina. Come. Yeah. Is there a favorite brand or something you like for booty play and for uh, regular sex? Um, I get really wet, like regular. So I really don't have to have lube. Damn it. Mm. You're just naturally, naturally moist. I am. Moist and clean. Yes. <laughs> and moist is not necessarily come from the previous guy. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's bad. Just pussy juice, you know? <laughs> yep. How do you do that? Do you drink a lot of water or a lot of milk or how do you keep it nice and moist like that? I do drink a lot of water. Maybe that's the key. Vitamins. Staying hydrated. Yeah. Yeah. In general. I say, I've kind of always been like that, even way back in my teens when I was having sex. You're just a horny girl all the time. Mm-hmm. I was pretty promiscuous. So you've had sex in different places. What's like the weirdest place, oh, yeah. the, the coolest place, the most memorable place that you gotten fucked? Ooh. It could be a couple places. Well... So I had sex in the New Orleans airport men's bathroom one time. <laughs> oh, I'd say that's pretty crazy. <laughs> Dang it. Um, I had sex in the Cosmopolitan in Vegas, um, where the secret pizza place is, in the bathroom nearby there. In the bathroom oh. of, of that place. All right. Yeah. You love um, these bathrooms, man. <laughs> I know. It's not... Weird. Now, let me ask you a question. Logistics, right? When you say the bathroom, do you just go into one of the stalls and just stand up or are you seated somehow? How does that work generally? Well, the one that was in the Cosmopolitan was like just a single, you know, go in, no stalls, just go in, lock the door situation. So it was just me and him in there. Okay. Standing uh, up standing up, or what? Yeah, we were standing up. Did, I might have put my leg on the toilet. He faced you away also, he, like you're. Did you bend yeah. over the sink? When that one was a while ago. That was with my regular boyfriend. That was not. That was in my vanilla life. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Got it. But the craziest, the craziest was in a swingers club. So a lot of the swingers clubs have private rooms that you can go put your name on the list and go in and have sex and come yeah. back out. Mm-hmm. Well, we had kind of missed the opportunity to do that this one night and all of the rooms were full but we wanted to go have sex Mm -hmm. so there was a group room available but you had to have six people they would not let you in unless you had six so we had been talking to these other couples throughout the night and i saw them waiting also so i went up and asked one of them you know you guys waiting to get a room and we asked the other one and they were like yeah i said well there's six of us now do you want to go in the group room so we went in the group room and we didn't switch everybody was with their own partners because they were everybody was in their own little relationship situation but mm-hmm. this particular room had glass windows across the wall there were like 40 people that watched us all fuck and have sex that's badass mm-hmm. are you able to say <laughs> what club say it again are you able to say what club like what city um yeah i can it was um taboo in maryland okay all right all right yeah so you had a good time I, that night i did i i had a lot of first that night Ooh, what well, what kind of first? What do you mean? So that was my first time at a swingers club. Um, that was my first time ever wearing a dress with just the dress, no underwear, no bra, no nothing mm-hmm. in public. Sexy. Um, which I like to dress up. I've always liked to dress up. So that just like intensified it. So that particular night, they were having a blackout party where at midnight, all the lights went off and they handed out glow bracelets and glow necklaces and... Mm-hmm the rules became relaxed 
and you could have sex anywhere. Did they have the glow cock rings? Um, I, don't think so. <laughs> I mean, maybe somebody could have put one of those bracelets on there. It just wound it up like a couple <laughs> <Right>. times. <laughs> Wrap it around there. Glow condoms. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a small so, condom. <laughs> the one I'm wearing. That's a small. No. Is that the one for the restaurants? You, you get a finger cut and you have to wear one. Oh, my gosh. Get your finger away just from me. That's tip. not my finger. Yeah, it's not my finger. That's babe. my peen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so... So I was incredibly nervous that night because it was my first time. Mm -hmm. Um, So a few drinks in, we were dancing. And the way they had their dance floor set up was that they had bar stools all around the side. So you could sit and watch or you could lean against your guy or, you know, whatever. So my ex was sitting on one of the bar stools and I was giving him a full-blown stripper dance. Mm -hmm. And it kind of just like hit me like a brick. I was like, what am I doing? I'm at this club. We're here. We paid a ton of money to get in because those places are not cheap. Right. Why am I not doing more? And it just hit me. So he pulled the straps down off my dress. He must have felt it at the same time. Pulled the straps down off my dress. So now I'm topless. And I turned around and unbuttoned his pants and pulled his dick out. And I sucked his dick right there on the dance floor for like 30 minutes. Nice. All right. So you were all, you just you were all in that night. Yep. That's great. A lot of people. So we, we've told the story. We went to a swingers club for a year and never did anything we when we shit. got started. <laughs> so you did a lot more wow. than we did in a whole year. You did it in one night. Right. <laughs> yeah. I uh, felt really comfortable with him. I mean, I, I really, really, our bond was really strong. Now, was, know, I, I, is this your ex? Was this daddy ex? Yeah. 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 Um, so now that you're. Well, you were single back then, still with your ex, because I mean, you were dating, but still seeing other guys, and you, doing a lot of hot wife stuff. Yeah, and yeah. You, yeah. you each had permission to see other people. So now, when you go on dates, do you have like a safety protocol set in place? I mean, is there a friend that you say, "Hey, if I don't reach out to you by a certain hour, call me," or is there someone you're sending pictures to? Like saying, this is where I am. This is the driver's license of the guy that I'm seeing tonight. Um, Is there an app that you use? What kind of safety measures do you have in place when you go out on dates? Yes. So even back to him, before I knew we were going that deep into things, Mm -hmm. I so I flew to meet him the second time we were together, Mm -hmm. um, which my mom thought I was nuts. Yeah. She obviously doesn't know I'm into all this, but I gave her all of his info, first name, last name, phone number, child's name, type of car, Mm -hmm. everything. And I checked in with her like every two hours that day because I was out of town with a total stranger, basically. Mm -hmm. Hot gym guy, you know, I just met him one time. You never know who somebody is. So he sent me his address when I was on the way over and I sent it to my girlfriend and gave it to her and was like, check in with me in like an hour, make sure I answer my phone. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so yeah, you've got to really watch out for yourself, especially single women. It's just, there's too much that can happen. Um, don't go somewhere without telling people it's just way too risky. Now, do you, have you done this on other dates where it's just been like a one night stand? Do you use the same girlfriend and say, Hey girl, this is the guy I'm seeing. This is where I'm going to be. Yes. She is my go-to person because she always responds. She always answers. So I can always tell her, hey, I'm doing this tonight and mm-hmm. here's where I'm going. Here's who I'm going to be with. So she's 
always on it and she always checks back in. She never forgets. Right. And do you have like a code word or something if you just feel like getting the fuck out of there or will you just leave? I'll just leave. I have no problem telling you. I'll just go. Okay. Do you play to the level where you have a safe word with your dominant partner? Um, We never got to that point, Mm -hmm. but we did have one when we would go to swingers clubs, just in case anything got a little out of control. Um, So we did have a safe word. Was it beaver? No, it was the ridiculous (laughs) go-to, the pineapples. Isn't that everybody's safe word? So if everybody's saying that. There's a big group that helps uh, sex workers and they call themselves the pineapple something coalition. I can't remember the exact name, Mm -hmm. but yeah, they call themselves pineapples. But yeah, it is one word that's used a lot. Yeah. So you don't want to use like possum or um, beaver. It's pretty (laughs) hard to get into a sentence really quick, you know? Yeah. Those are. I just just gave you. you Hand me my beaver. Like, what? How do you fit that in? I just gave you our safe words. That's why. (laughs) Don't touch my beaver. We don't have safe words. I guess that would work. If you hear a gunshot and I'm holding my firearm, oh my god, that's when. That's when you know something's. We need to get the fuck out. Somebody crossed the line. Yeah. Yeah. Someone someone crossed the line, and yeah, that's when you know. That's when you know we we got to get out of there. That's unmistakable, you know. uh, Yeah. Miss M, are you able to say what part of the country you're located in? Geographically, doesn't have to be a city or you know exactly. But if someone's fantasizing about you right now and maybe wants to reach out on FetLife, I mean, they're gonna have to get on an Amtrak or a Greyhound, (laughs) or because these guys aren't gonna get on a first class plane. Yeah. So for a long time on FetLife, I was in Antarctica. Oh, that's, oh that's, wow. the, that's what you had listed on there? Yeah, because so when I initially got, oh, here's a creepy one. When I initially got on FetLife, I had my real city where I do live, not thinking at all how that would right, right. possibly cause a problem. And I got a really creepy message from a guy that has now been, of course, blocked and probably deleted from FetLife that he noticed some of my pictures were in the local gym. Oh gosh. And he noticed the background area. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he noticed it to the point where he sent a message and said, Hey, next time you go in the tanning bed, leave the door open and I'll come in. Oh, oh no. wow. No. And so I was like, Holy shit. Now, did this you is not what I want? Had you seen pictures of him on FetLife? I mean, would you be able to yes. recognize him if he showed up somewhere? Yeah, he had his face. So my ex said I overreacted, but I, I printed it out and I took it to the gym because I was like, you know, I don't, I mean, sometimes you go mm-hmm. to the gym at night, it's dark, you walk to your car, you're by yourself. Yeah. So I didn't report him, but I just said, hey, casually, this guy kind of made a weird comment to me online, just letting you know. Yeah. So changed it to Antarctica. I was in Antarctica for a while, um, but now I'm back in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. So for, just for our listeners' sake, yeah. she uses the city that's near her. Okay, so right. don't, you know, don't think that you're going to start driving the streets of North Carolina to find Miss no. M. She'll tell exactly. you, you know, if she's interested where she actually is. Right. But yeah. at least they know, you know, like East Coast. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. I mean, I've, I've been to D.C. I've been to Atlanta. There's a really great swingers club in Atlanta, uh, Trapeze. Do you like that place? I did. I loved it. You had sex huh. there before? Yeah, that's where I picked out the hot black guy. What's up? What's up with you and black, black guys, guy man? Listening. You, hey, you know I'm Mexican, right? Why do you keep saying black guy? Black guy, this, black guy, that. Come on, man. I watch Power too. All right. Oh, that guy's. I watch Ghost. That guy's pretty well, good. Not, Ghost, not anymore. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Okay. No spoiler yeah. alerts. But 
All right. So this is this is actually really good information or if our newbies, you know, our, a lot of our listeners are newbies. So this is really good information for them to hear as far as safety protocols, maybe putting a slightly different city on their profile if they're trying to maintain some kind of privacy or, you know, a little bit of anonymity. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No faces. You know, I mean, some people show faces, but yeah. that can also be scary if you're walking through Target and somebody recognizes you and calls you out on it that you know you don't want that to happen miss mm-hmm. m would you so. please give our listeners some advice when you're having sex with these guys let's just say you let's just say you had your checklist and you showed a guy okay this is what it is no anal you yeah. haven't shown you haven't shown me test results so you're gonna wear a rubber all right what kind of advice can you give our newbie listeners to make sure the guy number one keeps his condom on, right? Uh, make sure mm-hmm. that he's not trying to like, you know, do stuff, manipulate it, uh, sneak it off. Yeah, right. or, you know, what kind of red flags can you teach our listeners being in the lifestyle for a while and not just in the lifestyle because you've been fucking guys for a while from what yeah. I understand. You are you were slutty since your college days. Right. Yeah. So what, um, what kind of tips can you offer to our people that, you know, are going to be fucking a lot? You know, they're fantasizing now, but they're mm-hmm. going to get started. They're going to so, go live. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And, and to make their pleasure great, intensified, but also, you know, condom stuff. And a and, positive experience. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, one thing for me is birth control also. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Got to bring that up. I have an IUD um, because I don't want to worry about that anymore. So condoms don't always work. Condoms yep. break. Right. Ladies, in case you don't know that. So birth control is really important. Uh, Condoms, keep a box by Mm -hmm. your bed, wherever you are, because if it does break, you need another one. Right. Um, So keep spares. The condom thing scares me because I get really wet. So they do slip off. They come off. And sometimes you may not know until it's too late. Now, do you do, Um, are you doing condom checks while you're having sex with a partner? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can just reach down. So if like, let's say you're laying down and the guy's on top of you, you can reach down and feel the the edge, the rib of it mm-hmm. that it's on. Yeah. Um, or when you change positions, you know, look and make sure. Yeah. It, I think a lot of women are probably afraid to vocalize that. Yeah. But you don't want to regret that decision. Right. But you always have your um, own condoms and you have backups, right? Yep. Okay. I have <laughs> backups in my both my purses that I carry. I have my little slut bag that has backups. Um, oh. yeah, just keep them handy. Now, have you ever found a condom inside of you like a day later? Or two weeks later? <laughs> <laughs> no, thankfully no. And you're like, damn. Who that, was that? Which, which dude was that? <laughs> where, did, where did that one come from? Right. Which BBC no. was that? <laughs> Luckily, no. Right. Oh, that was oh, that was a Magnum XL. Oh, that's the dude from the gym. That's this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you say you get really wet. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard to perceive whether a condom is on or not, mm-hmm. uh, you, especially I'm sure if you're very moist. So you're absolutely checking. But you have had condoms just slip off. Yeah. Now, do you oh, know yeah. if is do you know if that's attributed to you being super wet and the moisture getting everywhere, or do you think the guy just has a lot of pre cum, or or you're just super tight, or uh, you're doing some special kind of twerk move that just kind of like <laughs> squeezed it off or ripped it? Um, when it did happen, I think it was because I was actually squeezing. Yeah. And I kind of sucked it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you just kept going. Um, we stopped. And there was not a backup condom, mm-hmm. and we actually had to stop. Oh, oh so you just okay. stopped it? 
We had to, yeah. And yeah. was he yeah. like, come on, baby, just give me like 20 strokes. Just a couple more I'm right pumps. there. I'm right there. Nope, not going to happen. I'm very serious about the fact that I love my pussy and yeah. you are not going to mess it up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't tear it up. No, nope, you're it just up. not. Well, he understood that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Now, are yeah. you are you telling guys, hey, I don't want you to come inside me? I mean, we've obviously we've kind of alluded to cream pies, but well, that was a daddy situation, yeah. though. I mean, but I don't know if as a single. But go ahead with your question because I'm I, there's two parts to it. Sure. I mean, as I get this is part safety protocol, part you know for your protection. Now, when you're playing with a new guy, will you say or one of the rules? Um, hey, come on my tits or come on my stomach. Don't come inside me. So there's no question, even if maybe the condom did happen to fall off and you didn't catch it in time, that they wouldn't come inside you. Do you ever ask them to do that? Yes. Before I had this IUD last year, Mm -hmm. I would ask them to pull out because I was paranoid of getting pregnant again. Mm -hmm. But now with IUD, I could care less. So you tell them do it all inside. What do you say? Go ahead and breed me. Yeah, go ahead. Share do, it. Do know? the do the guys want to hear that sometimes? I mean, is it a... I think so. What kind of stuff do you say to them? Or what do they ask you to say to them when you're fucking and they're almost there? Um, I just like to tell them to come in my pussy, please. Oh, okay. right. can you do a voice, though? Because that you see, you sounded like I'm your employee, all right? And you're like, I, I'm in trouble because I'm late to work. How, how would you do it in that sexy voice? Just pretend mm. we're doing it right now. Can you please come in my pussy, daddy? Oh, Dang. <laughs> Damn. So have you ever called one of your recent boyfriends or play partners daddy by accident? So hot gym guy likes it. Oh, so he enjoyed actually, it. Okay, so he reacted well to that. Yeah, he likes it. Was yeah. it just like in the heat of passion during sex? Mm-hmm. Like, what'd you say to him? Come inside my pussy daddy or give it to me daddy? What what, what kind of things did you say? I've said it a lot now, so uh-huh. I don't remember what the exact first time was. Uh-huh. But we had kind of joked about it in text prior, and I don't think he thought I would actually say it. Right. Uh, so when I did say it, yeah, he almost instantly came. Dang. So I see a lot of yeah. a lot of memes online, BBC memes and some on Hot Wifing. And a lot of the guys that upload memes, they're always talking about breeding, mm-hmm. right? Like getting a girl pregnant, like uh, doing that thing. Do guys that you're with... Do they like that fascination? Like, breed me. Oh, yeah, put a baby in me. Oh, come in me. Do they like that stuff? Or is it just maybe the online guys that I'm seeing? No, I think it's kind of a thing. I think that's the, I maybe, I don't know, this could be a stretch, but I think that's for them kind of claiming their property. So they like mm-hmm. you to ask them to breed you. Yeah. And they like to come and inside. It, it used to be like years ago when I was just a regular old college slut. It was <laughs> swallow my kids. Oh, Damn. did you do that? Yeah, I like to do that too. Oh, so you like to swallow. Okay. Yeah. You just like to have it inside you. That's kind of like the power thing for me. If I can make a guy come from sucking their dick, I feel like I've just taken over the world. Well, it mm, is true. There's yeah. a lot of empowerment there. That's Absolutely. actually a very true perspective. Side so, note, yeah. hot gym guy has never come from getting his dick sucked. Is that one of your high on my list of things to do? One of your challenges. Okay. Yes. I think you'll do it. I think you will. (laughs) So do you do anal now or are you still no anal for you? I haven't with him. No, only because it's so new. Yeah. So we just haven't approached it yet. He wants to, but I haven't let him. Has he tried to kind of probe it a little bit? Kind of pop the head? Yeah. He's Mm -hmm. tried. 
mm-hmm. a few times. And then he's like, oops. Do you let him? I'm like, no, 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 no. Wrong hole. Wrong yeah. Hole. You don't even let him no. get the head in? No, no. You're making him wait. I am. But you might give it up soon. You're considering it. Maybe. Damn. All right. She's in charge, she, man. Well, I, she I talks agree. about the submissive shit. I, she's in charge, man. No, I know. I see, that's a fascination, that. though. Yeah. The fascination is that many people think, hey, someone loves submissive play. Someone deems themselves a submissive. Right. But the truth is that I don't think a lot of people realize this. Yeah. That the submissive person actually has the power. I agree. I mean, I, I do believe people have the misconception that the dom, which is usually the male, right? Yeah, well, yeah, well, for the most for part, the most part, not always. That yes. they're the dom is making it all about themselves and right. and just in it for their own pleasure. But it's really the submissive person who has a lot of the control. And yes, nothing's done unless they're okay with it. Well, absolutely. So, yeah. have you had a like a bad experience, Miss M, or some kind of great learning lesson inside mm-hmm. the BDSM world that you'd like to share with the listeners? Um, I think. The biggest thing for me was the relationship part of it. Um, I fell super deep and super hard with him really fast. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's something to blame yourself. Was he super charming or what do you think caused oh, you to fall so fast? Totally charming. He's insanely hot. He's a salesman in real life. So he knew mm. exactly. I don't think he intentionally did it, but he knew exactly what he was doing. It, just proceed with caution. I really, really let the whole thing take me over. And when it ended, it was then very hard to back away from. Yeah. Did you you try to make it work? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really did. Yeah. I was seriously crushed when we split. How many guys did you have to fuck to forget him or to (laughs) get over him, so to speak? So I've actually only fucked hot gym guy. Oh, so you've been taking us. You're not like on the rebound from that. No, not at all. I was just kind of chilling. Well, it sounds like you and Hot Gym Guy have a good start. You know, yeah. you're ramping things up and um seems like you guys have a good thing going, which is, you know, which she's, is awesome. She's going to turn him out. Yeah. <laughs> she, she's already doing turn it. Turn daddy out. Yeah. He, he's already wanting to do it. <laughs> so we have covered a lot of amazing ground so far. And as we start to wrap things up, Miss M, we have a couple more questions that we want to ask you. I want to know about something you mentioned earlier. You mentioned a slut bag. What's in your slut bag? Like, do you take it with you all the time? What do you carry with you? Is it just always to be prepared for sex? It actually came up with Hot Gym Guy because he had never had anybody blindfold him or handcuff him or anything kind of out of the ordinary. Mm -hmm. But we had talked about it. It's literally hanging in my bedroom right here with me. Um, (laughs) just, Just a little tote bag. But now we've actually made one on our site that it actually says on it, slut, sex, sack. So if you need one to just, you know, not confuse it with your regular purses. Right. (laughs) Um, So I have a butt plug. I have a really pretty crystal red heart butt plug. Mm -hmm. I have the slut paddle. For spanking, yep. Not metal handcuffs, but I have the really soft ones that have like the fur inside. Okay. And they're black, so they're not you know, like frilly and girly. So a guy can wear them too. Right. I have some lube in there. I have this spray that you can spray in the back of your throat to kind of relax the back of your throat so that you can deep throat. Damn. Oh, interesting. Will that numb the guy's dick at all or? No, it's, it's really, really, it's a small amount of whatever's in it. And it's like cherry flavored. So it tastes good too. Okay. 
What else do I have? Do you put like baby wipes in there? So yes, I highly recommend Summer's Eve wipes. Okay. They're kind of more expensive, but they come in little individual packets. So if you know you're going out for the night, you could just tuck it in your purse, your little handbag and have it. That brings up another question. I mean, have you had to use them to clean up in between guys? Have you ever fucked like two guys in one day? Yes. So my ex, the daddy. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of his thing to clean me up after. Now, do you mean he'll lick up the other guys come? Yeah. Okay. Would he fuck you but, first or just start cleaning up first? No, he loved to eat me out. Then he'd fuck you after that. Yeah. Damn it. Mm. Pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty yeah. cool. So in between when that would happen, I would just do a quick little wipe up with those summer's eves wipes, put my clothes back on and then go to him if I wasn't there with him. But he okay. could have honestly cared less. I could have left it just come everywhere and he would have loved it. Just he, dripping out of your pussy. To, he wanted to eat the yeah. cream pie. Yeah. Yeah. Now, in general, like, what do you do to keep your pussy clean? Because you're obviously enjoying yourself. You're having sex a lot, different partners, or, you know, hot gym guy several times a week. What do you do to keep your pussy in shape? So, shower frequently. Um, Yeah. I am totally bald. I had laser treatment done years ago. So I'm awesome. completely hairless, which helps with the hygiene because you don't mm-hmm. get that like sweaty smell. Funky smell. Yep. Yeah. Um, but I just use like Dove soap. Um, y- you know, you don't want to use like the harsh Victoria's Secret stuff or something like that because sometimes your body interacts with those smells. And even though yeah. that stuff smells really great, once you start having sex, it might not smell so great. Mm-hmm. So I just use a basic no fragrance right. soap. So you stay away uh, from any of the like perfumey stuff. Yeah, because yeah. it just doesn't always smell great. Okay. Um, sometimes I shower three times a day if it's been a, a really sex-filled day. Um, mm-hmm. Lotion, you know, just and, take care of yourself. It's And do you like have a special diet or are you like vegan or do you eat whatever you want? What do you do like internally? So I'm on a pretty strict diet, yes, because I've been on a weight loss goal plan for the last few years. Mm -hmm. I don't eat a lot of carbs. Mm -hmm. So I limit bread and pasta and things like that. Mm -hmm. I rarely drink anything except water. I have one coffee in the morning and then it's just water the rest of the day. So yeah, that probably makes a difference because sometimes when you eat funky things, it can make a funky smell. So you just eat dick. is my cheat food. (laughs) So you just like to eat dick. Dick. Yeah. Yeah, basically. And and no carbs. That's a cheat day. (laughs) Yeah. Just give me the dick. Now, Miss M, are you into chicks? Did you do bisexual play or no? So that is on my list. I have not done that yet. Um, I don't know. I'd love to watch it. Like one Mm -hmm. of my go-to porns is lesbians yeah yeah i love going to strip clubs because i think women are gorgeous Mm -hmm. but i don't know if i'm into licking pussy would you be open to being on the receiving end from another woman oh hell yeah you can lick mine okay right you just don't know if you want to go down on a woman just yet right yeah i don't know if i'm into it i'm all for trying it but it's definitely gonna have to be the right situation sure do you get your drink on when you're meeting these guys i mean or do you um just no alcohol not normally. I, I, when we were at the swingers clubs, I did, but I felt really safe in those environments. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're pretty strict on security and things like that. And then yeah. I was always with my guy. So, right. But just a uh, regular 
like come over to my house or I'll come to your house and no. Yeah. I know my lady's asking about feminine hygiene. Yeah. <laughs> and if you do have any other tips on feminine hygiene, that's great because I know our listeners could benefit. But what's the most amount of guys that you fucked in one day? I'm just curious. I just, you know, I listen to your voice and, you know, mm, just curious. Three. Three like, different guys? Like or, 24 hours? Yeah. Okay. Damn it. Now, multiple yeah. times with these guys or just one time for each guy in that 24 hours? That was actually not even recent. That was back in my slutty college days. Oh. How did that work so though? That, Morning, afternoon, night, or how did that go? We went out a lot. So that was probably like a come home from the club on a Friday night with one guy. Yeah. Then somebody else during the day and then back out to the club the next night. Damn. Damn. Whoa, it was so bad. Just <laughs> just getting at it. So yeah. you you are someone who'd be known as DTF. Yeah. Down, Down to, fuck. to fuck. Yeah. So you're basically yeah. you're <laughs> just sure. spreading your pussy moisture. On several yeah. dudes. <laughs> yeah. That's empowering. Too. Yeah. And is there anything else on your fuck it list? Something that you're really aching to try? So the threesome thing is there. Mm-hmm. Um, two With two guys or another chick and you? I, both of them are there. So okay. male, male, female, and female, female, yep. male. Mm-hmm. I have a list. Yeah. Let me see what's on my list. The gangbang is on the list. How many guys are you thinking for the gangbang? Mm-hmm like six-ish maybe just mm. one after another yeah it's constantly but rotating like airlock or just like pussy fuck or just sucking like what do you envision i think that would be when i would want to try like both holes at the same time so a dp yeah one in your ass one in your pussy now would you like be sucking another guy off at the same time yeah okay. now would you want the smaller dick just- in your ass or it just doesn't matter at that point um, I don't know. You just I, want to I experiment. I don't really do a lot of anal, so I don't know. Just kind of whatever happens in that situation, I think. All right. That sounds like um, something that you're going to end up doing I think, soon. I think you'll I think you'll get it at some point soon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like you get what you want. She's naughty, man. Right? You hear her thoughts? I know. You hear her, her feedback and yeah, everything? I know. <laughs> All right. Miss M, in closing, anything you'd like to say for a potential person that reaches out to you? Uh, what you know don't don't approach me with this bullshit you know you need to be this kind of dude mm-hmm. any kind of rules that you want to announce if someone's going to reach out to your fet life yeah you might so take this as an opportunity annoying things on fet life yeah. um put up some kind of picture please it doesn't have to be your face it can be your dick or your abs or whatever right put up something on your profile it doesn't have to be incredibly detailed, but you know, like what you're into, what you're looking for, how long have you been doing it? Because people send these messages and they're like, Hey, I would love to meet you, but you have no information and no picture. Yeah. Well, move Blank. along. Blank I don't profile. have time yeah. for that. Yeah. Do you want to um, see face pics as well? After we get to a point where we say we're going to meet. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Okay. But now, before that, no, does, not necessarily. Does FetLife give you private folders where you could put, additional private photos of your face and stuff you can you can set it to like friends only okay. if mm-hmm. you want to put that kind of stuff a lot of people on fetlife will start messaging you there but then say hey do you have snapchat or do you have you know yeah. kick or one of mm-hmm. these private and then start talking to you there so that they can send messages and feel more comfortable and it's easier give yeah. us give us some yeah. more pet peeves um what kind of messages do you hate what kind of messages do you enjoy receiving <laughs> on these dating sites so I mentioned earlier, I used to model. So I've always loved hearing that guys can get off to my pictures. 
So I like getting messages where somebody says, hey, I just jacked off to you. You know, thanks for your great pictures. Annoying is, hey, will you send me back a message and talk about my little penis? Oh, wow. oh, really? I don't want to do that. So they're <laughs> already gross. asking mm-hmm. you to do shit and you haven't even yeah. really realized yeah. whether you even like this guy yet. Exactly. Yeah. And it's just, it's completely like right now on my fet life, I literally have over 99 unread messages and Jesus Christ, like I'm never going to get through that. What's your profile mm-hmm. categorized as right now? I mean, how are you promoting yourself on there marketing wise? What do you say? I'm a you slut. Are? You just say slut. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Now, if somebody wants to meet you or you know, obviously play with you, they reach out. Do you make it a point to meet them in person first? Oh yeah, absolutely. Like public. Do like a meet and greet first. You're not going to meet at someone's motel room. Hell no. No way. That's a big safety concern there. And that's a good call. I mean, if it was like Chris Brown, sure. Yeah. Yeah, Yes. You tell me when and where, but um, LeBron James. (laughs) Yeah. The random, no, we're going to meet at Starbucks first. So don't, um, Guy listening in right now, do not ask her to meet you in the Walmart bathroom or at Please. the Love's Truck Stop yes. shower. Right. No. What the if, hot dog stand. What if the they buy you the card. hot dogs? Two for five, man. Miss <laughs> Miss M, you're going to make everyone think you're too bougie, man. Yeah. <laughs> you going to get down with some hot dogs or not, man? A little Jack in the Box, $6 fill-up. Two tacos for 99 cents. That's what I'm saying. One twenty-nine. Oh, my man. gosh. <laughs> so do you expect these guys to take you out to a nice dinner or are you like, Hey man, let's fuck. No. Um, if it's somebody that like maybe I'm considering to be in a relationship with like a Dom type situation. Yeah. Yeah. If we want to spend more actually just quality time together. Mm-hmm. Right. But no, it's definitely not a requirement. Yeah. That's, that's okay. pretty good because yeah. you know, people are busy and you mentioned sure. it earlier, Miss yeah. that you know, people, we have our obligations and sometimes yep. you just got to get it in. Yeah. Yeah. You've got right. kids to get back to, you've got a life to get back to. And sometimes right. you just, you know what? You just need sex. You just want the pleasure, momentary pleasure, and then get back to your normal life. Right. Now, are you still a fan of the cream pie, even though daddy's not in the picture anymore? I mean, do you enjoy it sometimes? Oh, yeah. Oh, you like it. Also, yeah. Do you have that IED, the one that punctures the condom? You know, have you heard that? <laughs> have you heard those? Hey, hey have, haven't you heard those stories of the guys that penetrate with the big dicks and the, and the fucking device, the mm-hmm. contraceptive device? It actually pokes their dick. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That's what I'm wondering if she has that one. Wow. That's a whole. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know if that happens, um, but daddy could feel it oh, he'd when get, he was fucking me. He'd get deep. Got it. Yeah, he could feel it. Damn. Wow. So we have heard a lot of very <laughs> sexy stuff from Miss M. Thank uh, you, Miss M, for being with us. Yeah, a lot of things that make me feel inadequate, too. No. <laughs> Are you talking about big dicks? No. Come on, man. What about us? You know, the, the average dude, I'm hung like a tuna can. Right? Maybe we just have shallow pussies. That's what I'm, I'm looking for a girl with a shallow pussy. <laughs> I'm looking for a girl that... A shallow you know. and narrow pussy. Well, the last girl I was with, she said that she's been accused of having a shallow pussy, and I didn't realize that. Yes, like, I was did. nowhere near the bottom of that one. <laughs> You're like, that's what you think. So I, I don't know what she meant. Miss <laughs> <laughs> M, it was really a good time. <laughs> Really good time hanging out with you today. Oh, um, I know we covered a lot, and I know that you said that uh, you'd consider coming back, yeah? Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay, good. Sweet. So did we forget anything, or are we good? I think we. I don't think so. You guys are great, really. This was a lot of fun. We had a good time. Now, yeah, do, you, yeah. do you have a slutty uh, Instagram account or a slutty Twitter, any of that set up at this point? 
I don't. I've really considered it for Instagram because we have our shop on Instagram. Okay. If, mm-hmm. if you do set one up, just uh, shoot me over a message and then I'll update the show notes. Okay. Also send mm-hmm. me the website with your sleddy gear. All right. Okay. And I'll put that in the show notes as yep. well for this episode. Mm-hmm. You know, a link to your fat life, whatever you'd like. Okay. I'm happy to put it okay. down there. And then uh, yep. you get all these perverts uh, contacting you. And yeah. Hopefully they're... <laughs> They're respectful guys. Absolutely. And they'll do more than just show up with a 40 ounce of the Miller High Life. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I will happily take that. My dad worked at Miller and retired there. So right. Miller High Life is a champagne yeah. of beers, man. Hey, it's refreshing. We can do that. Still reserve, you know. Right. Ah. I'm not very picky. So you're, you're, you're all about, you'd be okay with like a King Cobra. <laughs> OE, yeah. OE 800. No, I'm not going to do no old English. No. You're not going to do we that. Can, uh, 211 or Ice House is really good. See, so you're in a few notches. You're you're, cla- <laughs> you're definitely on the classy spectrum. You're you definitely, de- you're classy lady. You've developed a nice palette, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I love it. And I'm sure our listeners had a great time mm-hmm. hanging out with you too and, yep. and getting to hear your voice. And I had to tell you, man, consider sending us one of those privacy pictures, maybe with a smile or, you know, a picture that maybe we could put in the show notes. So in case someone does not have access to Fat Life, they can still get an idea of who they listen to, what you look like a little bit. And, yeah. And uh, I think that'll, that'll be, nice. be a, a great for their fantasies and also mm-hmm. to kind of put a face or an image or a body yes. to your great voice and advice. We really, really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I can do that. I appreciate it. All right. Take us out. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Thank you, Miss M. It's been a pleasure having you on. And we really do hope that our listeners learned a lot because, gosh, sweetie, you shed a lot of great light on the dynamics from a single female's perspective out in the lifestyle, the BDSM lifestyle, out just playing and having fun and being a sexual goddess, just owning your body, owning your sexuality and getting what you want out of life. And I think a lot of people should take your lead on that in their relationship if they're single or within a relationship take this as a notice there's no time like the present to really feel sexually fulfilled and to live powerfully and without regrets absolutely absolutely thank you so much miss m and have a beautiful you're welcome yes you guys are awesome thank you thank you have a good one thanks you You too Bye. bye bye sexy The Priory Society Podcast.